can't, I can't even, man. I'm so odd. I can't even. A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name's Mike Royer. And this week, Ghost Rider crashes in the shield later this month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Luke Cage pumps up the jams. <laughs> more information you know on... Yeah, I know. But more information <laughs> on Batman's solo films out. And uh-huh. more. And more. So uh, another week has gone by. We have some more superhero news ready for us. Um, but I think we are going to like start the show with... Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it was the biggest superhero news of the week, but I would say uh, we can kind of have this uh, uh, short discussion on what happened with this uh, Apple event, just because I feel like if you're into superheroes, you're probably also into technology, and there's lots of opinions getting thrown around this week about this Apple event, so maybe we can maybe we can touch on this a little bit, because I think well, uh, some things might be making us angry or maybe we don't care <laughs> well i i think i think the, the funny thing is we watch this kind of simultaneously mm-hmm. um we me mike and friend of the show quentin parker were all in a group text like kind of narrating the show but mike your 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 stream was like maybe 10 seconds behind ours yeah, yeah i was just like that's bullshit i'm like i'm closer to the source than <laughs> than you were but you were getting a, you were getting a little sooner yeah, yeah. So, um, definitely, definitely some Apple news. Everyone loves the new iPhones, man. When everyone a new iPhone comes out, people flock like, you know, like in droves to the stores to get them. So much that I mean, I'm due for an upgrade this year. I'm on the regular upgrade cycle. I don't, I don't know about your phones, but no, I'm on the same regular up uh, upgrade cycle too. But uh, I might try to do what I call sticking it to the man, where I just hold on to a piece of technology as long as possible, because then I feel like the man's not getting money from me. So uh-huh. maybe I'll wait, because I've heard theories that there won't be a 7S. Um, they'll just either go straight to the 8 with like a brand new way that the phone looks, or they're just going to drop that naming convention altogether, and they're just going to go to a new look. So um, I don't know. I, I Maybe I'll wait around, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I either way, you know, I... I, I if I hold on to it, the thing is I like to resell my phone while the getting's good. So mm-hmm. if I I can I can sell my 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 current phone for more money now in its good condition than I could in like you know six months or a year mm-hmm. or, or you know being at the point where I have to buy a new one and I don't get any value out of my old one. So that's that's my take on it. But the new operating system's coming out. The new phone is coming out. There's some technical differences. I'm actually running the new operating system already, Mike. Um, let me tell you, there's a little bit of a learning curve, even for someone who is, I feel I'm pretty technologically savvy, there's still a little bit of a learning curve out of mm-hmm. everything that changed. Either that, I'm getting old. One of the two. Well, all I and hope is that the new uh, iOS just makes it even easier to listen to our podcast. I will tell you right now, um, I don't know if it's because the phones are getting bigger or, you know, I, again, I'm getting older, maybe have, uh, you know, super huge zoom on, but like... These, the podcast app, much bigger text. Like, if you want to see our show notes and, and have your phone pulled up, you're going to be able to read them by God and, <laughs> and, the, and the title. So it's really cool. I mean, nothing much has changed on the podcast app. I, I feel, like, drastic, but that's okay. The podcast app is just one of many ways you can listen to us. However, what Mike is probably going to get into is the way you listen to us is probably going to change a little bit. And um, It won't be through that auxiliary uh, jack is what we're saying. Yeah, um, so uh, the auxiliary port's gone off the new phone. And it, it to me, it doesn't matter. And, and this My- is... Uh, this might be where we differ a little bit. No, I, I think we're we're on the same page. I, I mentally respond in my head uh, like any, I guess, quote-unquote millennial would was with a gif in the, in, in inside my head where it's just Harrison Ford on uh, one of those late-night shows where he just looks at the camera and says, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> that's, kind of, that's kind of how I'm feeling. Uh, I know I'm sure it's a lot different for other people. I'm sure people use that auxiliary jack all the time, so they're probably thinking uh, this is totally going to change. Uh, my way of life and I'm going to crumble into a ball. But when I realized 
I thought about it as like my car is modern enough to where it has a USB port plug-in, so I don't need the auxiliary jack in my car anymore. So technically the lightning cable is the audio source and the charging source, so I'm, I'm good to go there. Well, um, they have the adapter in every box. Yeah, that's true. So that, that shouldn't be too big of a deal. And actually when I th- and then when people would say, well, how do you charge and listen to your phone at the same time? I actually cannot think of an instance where I have ever charged and listened to my phone at the same time. I don't know about a lot of people out there. I don't like I just I it's like if I'm going to be tethered, if I need to be tethered to a wall or, you know, charging something like, you know, I'll probably have my computer with me. Maybe I could just listen to it that way. So I'm not really sure how often that scenario pops up, maybe like in an airport, people charging their phone, maybe listening to their music. But then like if you're if you're critically need to charge your phone, you shouldn't be listening to music because you're going to be you're going to be hampering uh, your charging ability. Uh, but and also, I'm not really an audiophile, so I only ever use the earbuds that come with my phone anyway. I like mm-hmm. the Apple earbuds a lot, but like I said, I'm not an audiophile, so I was just like, oh, when I get a new phone, they're just gonna give me earbuds that work. So I, I understand why people would be so so um, uh, um, angry about but it. Hurt. But I, but hurt. Yeah, but hurt. But the response was just so overwhelmingly overboard. Like I've seen so many memes this week, and I was just like, oh man, I'm gonna say this steams my broccoli when I get on the show on Sunday. All of these people just like just over the top, like just ridiculous, so, like acting acting like the entire corporation of Apple is going to fall into the ground because they removed an analog port on their phone. Well, I, th- I think I think what is, I find funny about this is Mike's broccoli seemed not because of the event itself, but because of people's responses to the event. So yeah, that I'd that's like- great. I'd like to think that I'm, I'm not a fanboy in, in respects to a lot of things. You know, I have PCs and Macs in my house. I have used Android and iPhones. I don't really care. Actually, every year that goes by, kind of the more and more um, I realize that my phone is really just a tool. As long as I can just, like, use it to to do the tool. It's just like, I don't care what brand of hammer I have. As long as the hammer puts the nail in. So See, it's just that, like, I, I don't really care. <laughs> yes, I rock because my name, my, my phone's name is Mjolnir. So <laughs> there we go. It, it, te- it really is a hammer. Yeah. Name. Uh, well, I, I thought, mean, I, I, go ahead. No, I mean, I liken it to the, the removal of the disk drives. People mm-hmm. complain the first six months, but have you ever wish you had a disk drive on your, your Mac or your, your uh-huh. computer since then? I really doubt it. So, uh, I even for me, I burn DVDs for like you know, I burn movies for a living. I don't care if there's a DVD thing on my iMac. I will buy an external one and plug it in when I need it on those very occasions. So mm-hmm. the the fact this is gone, just I think you know, everyone's like, oh, I gotta remember to charge something else. Well, that that's first world problems, people. You'll, you'll yeah, be the, okay. The biggest Apple problem is they never should have said the word courage. It's a little uh, <laughs> so that's a little self important on their end, but uh. Yeah, I thought maybe we should uh, just we we took a moment. We let everybody know how we feel. I'm sure everybody was uh, chomping at the bit to hear. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so I mean, again, you're gonna be able to listen to us anywhere, everywhere, and uh, who knows, maybe even more places. The more Apple updates or stuff. So we'll mm-hmm. keep you, we'll keep you posted. Yeah. Um, I want to say on on that note, um, actually, it's a whole different. Note. I watched X Men Apocalypse again today. Like, I think oh it's yeah, the first that's time right. You it were came watching out. that. Mm-hmm. Um, it does not. It does not rewatch very well. Oh. Um, that, like I feel like, uh, like sitting down on the couch, like I'm able to pick out more things that were weird sounding, uh-huh. like the dialogue's not very there. It's a very slow starting film. You're really just wanting to get to those Quicksilver and Wolverine moments, and then the whole the end of the film is just a big battle royale clusterfuck of effects. So. Uh, yeah, I, I feel I feel like I'm still not impressed with it, but I am looking maybe forward to adding it to my collection, seeing some of the deleted scenes actually from that movie. I think I think yeah. those are really exciting to look forward to. I think we can all safely say you just want it in your collection for your completionist side of your uh, monkey. That's brain. right. Exactly. It's exactly what it is. My shelves need filled with Marvel things in the order <laughs> they were released. So, man. We'll have to see how that goes. <laughs> we will. We will. So we're gonna we're gonna shift gears a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about what's on TV or coming yeah. up on TV. We're about in fall season, Mike. Can you believe that? We are in the same month fall TV shows start. I know. Technically, I I think everyone will say summer is over, but uh, I think technical wise, we have maybe one or two more weeks until that a first official day of fall. Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't know. I think. Um, 
to me, I mean, I, it's, it's still warm enough to be summer. So, like, if right. I can put on a light jacket, then it'll be fall. Um, but I, I'm really excited for the fall TV shows. We got we got some good ones coming up. Maybe some better rounds for a couple shows. Uh, but Agents of Shield is one we always look forward to. Mm-hmm. And today, just as today, there's a new promo featuring Ghost Rider and his car, and I think that looks awesome. I'm actually more impressed with how they've flamed up this car than than I thought I would be. Yeah, we're really lucky in 2016 where I think flame effects are just uh, uh, easier to pull off. You know, special effects are getting cheaper and cheaper. The good stuff is kind of finally trickling down in the TV. So, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we can do we can do flames, like, no problem. That's not a problem. It's like, oh, we want to add a superhero that's basically all about fire. Oh, yeah, we can do it. And we even, like, they even troubleshooted, like, kind of a, a chain in last season. Like, okay, we, we did the proof of concept on the chain. Let's go ahead and just add fire, just bring in Ghost Rider. Yeah, it, it does. And I think it's the same company that actually does the movie effects, too. Like oh, really? they they handle some of the, the 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 TV effects like the higher end ones yeah hmm. so I'm I'm impressed with that but we got this new promo there's a cool shot it looks like the camera is mounted on the back the trunk of the car and they slams it down and you get to see uh, Robbie Reyes uh, with his like jacket on as he closes the trunk I thought that was a really cool shot um, and everything seems to be set at night you know uh, very gonna be dark very dark show yes that very ten, that the ten o'clock spot's gonna be earned. <laughs> Yes, a very short promo. It comes by uh, very quickly, but we do get those cool little shots of the car and Robbie Reyes. So, But I think this kind of answers our question where we were kind of curious where Ghost Rider was going to pop up in the season. You know, Was he going to be like right off the bat? And this is definitely looking like episode number one. We're going to have Ghost Rider right there. Yes, and the episode number one is called The Ghost. Like They're not holding back. Like I thought I didn't think they'd be ready for The Ghost Rider. After you know that late San Diego Comic Con reveal, mm-hmm. um, I, I thought maybe we'd get a couple episodes of them kind of showing us the new status quo, laying some bigger, longer term things. But I think they're going right in. That's awesome. And um, I called found episode two is called I think it's called Meet the New Boss, but it features Quake versus Ghost Rider in mm-hmm. the second episode already. That's 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 quick. Like that's really really fast for for a TV show to to throw in two of their big heavyweights against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited, but I mean September 20th. That's what we are. What a week and a couple days, a week and two days away at 10 p.m. Yeah. Eastern. Really excited yeah, for that. We'll have a we'll have one more episode of Superhero Slate where we can uh, speculate on what's going to happen in that premiere before it drops. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, lastly um, for the show, I mean we've got a the brother. Robbie Reyes has a brother. Um, I cannot think of his name off the top of my head. It's not Robbie Reyes. I think it's Gabriel Reyes. Um, I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. I feel horrible for that. Um, but it's the, the the paraplegic brother of Robbie Reyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is actually has been cast from a Fear the Walking Dead actor, uh, Lorenzo James Henry. So um, so we will actually see the family kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully um, the, this show works out for him a little bit better. Uh, I, we haven't really gotten back into watching Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, I think it. I think it came back on a, a week or two ago, but it's just, it's not that good. So maybe he'll have better luck in the in the Shield universe. Yeah, yeah, and what it, it is Gabriel Reyes. I had to, I had to look it up. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully he works out very well. But that's not the only thing coming out this month, Mike. Luke Cage premieres yeah. later this month. Yeah, Netflix drop. That's that's a big deal. Yes, I think September thirtieth is that the last day of September? Does September only have thirty days? Is that right? So. I, I don't don't ask me. I I never know how many days are supposed to be in a month, and I don't really know the rule at hand. I think there's like a counting trick with like your fingers, but I never figured it out. Yeah, yeah. And so I the, there's some way, but I think I think there's 30 days, so we won't get to talk about this until October technically. But all of the episode titles have been revealed, and um, early reviews are starting to leak online. So avoid those if you want to. Um, but all. 13 episodes are songs from the band, uh, or I guess the rap group, Gangstar. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly, um, none of them really click. Like, I don't know what's going on with these. So do you, can you can you pull anything from these these titles? Uh, I think they're just like, they're pretty like uh, uh, ruthless titles. They're really cool. There's lots of attitude in them, which I, I guess the what I would pull from this is Luke Cage is going to have a lot of attitude. And he has in the trailers that we've seen, and I, I think it's infectious. I love watching him on the screen. I think he he was really easy to fall in love with uh, in Jessica Jones. 
Uh, so I can't wait to see him in his own show. Uh, I loved watching him just beat the crap out of people. So I think that factors into the attitude, but, uh, yeah, this is awesome. This is a very clever way to name your episodes. Yeah. Very, very awesome. And so far that, um, we're really excited that we are going to be launching a Spotify playlist with all these songs in order on it. So if you want to get ready for the music, you can listen to our playlist link in the show notes and, and see what it's all about. Yeah. Do Uh, it. I think the last time we did this, I remember you created a Guardians of the Galaxy playlist mm-hmm. on Spotify with the songs, and and that that got me hyped. That got me real hyped for that movie a couple years ago. So mm-hmm. um, Spotify playlists a little bit can go a long way. On the same vein of the Netflix Marvel TV shows, Iron Fist, there's been a teaser for Lei Kung through um, Instagram. Apparently, uh, it's been removed. Our link shows that it has been removed, but there's a, a quote from... Lei Kung, who is the the mentor for uh-huh. um, Iron Fist, uh, so it, it talks about you know he who guards his heart the it will live forever, and that leads to the title the Immortal Iron Fist kind mm. of thing. So gotcha. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I I want to see. Do you think we're gonna get a teaser for Iron Fist with? Luke Cage, or you think they're going to hold off on it for a bit? I don't know. I'm curious uh, if we're going to get any Iron Fist at all. There always seems to be this theory floating around every time a Netflix episode drops that, oh, you're going to see the character in the background, and we may or may have not have seen uh, Iron Fist uh, in the background of Jessica Jones's hallway. So I don't know if it's going to go anything beyond that. I mean, they don't really seem to stick to any mold 100%. You know, we pretty much got full Luke Cage scenes, like fight scenes. He was very integral already in something outside of his own show. So I don't really know what they're going to do. It would be kind of cool if he popped up um, just because he's like kind of the last hero to get fleshed out. It seems weird that maybe we have no contact with him at all, and all of a sudden he gets his own show, and then we get launched instead of the Defenders. So maybe he doesn't show up at all. Or maybe in his own show, lots of characters show up. Maybe Jessica Jones is going to pop up in his show, uh, you know, with the lawyer connections. Uh, maybe Luke Cage will show up in his show. Maybe Daredevil will show up in his show. Maybe they all show up, like, once an episode or something. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, I would love to see some Iron Fist in Luke Cage. Yeah, I, I don't know if we'll so much as get him um, in there. I, I'm actually – you may actually made me – think will we get jessica jones appearing in luke cage do you think Kristen mm-hmm. ritter will reprise her role because luke cage was a big part of her show at the beginning and at the end um and i would i would hate for that you know to be it until the defenders well um, uh, she's the character we haven't seen in the longest time you know since we've had that new season of daredevil and we'll see luke cage in his own show obviously so jessica jones like an awesome show but now that i think about it it's been a while since you know we've seen her yeah, yeah, last November, and we, and we love that show. It's a good show. So mm-hmm. hopefully, um, you know, we can we can see a little bit more of that. Um, I hope she I hope she comes up. I, I don't I hope they don't leave that hanging. So we'll we'll cross our fingers. Um, but something we don't have to wait nearly as long for anymore is Civil War, Mike. Finally, be I can own Civil War in my <laughs> own house because what do you say that completionist side of me wants to put it on the shelf, but I I, d- I don't want to own the um you know the digital version so. Like, just a digital version. I want to own the physical version as well. Yeah, you want that digital download code. Yeah, have you have you watched it um, since, again, since you bought it? Did you buy it? I'm, I'm, it's in my uh, it's in my iTunes uh, movies wish list, along with okay. some other movies that I need to watch. So I'm definitely getting ready to pounce. I want to get around to investing in one of those new Apple TVs, uh, just uh-huh. because uh, the navigation in the Chromecast is getting a little uh, aggravating. So I want to get a, an Apple TV up and going so I can just like enjoy an, an Apple environment with the movies a little bit better. Yeah, so not a fanboy, but a fanboy is what you're saying. Um, <laughs> but... Um, I have the new Apple TV, and actually, I know we kind of talked about this. You asked about the app for the Apple TV that you can control it with your phone or your iPad. Uses Bluetooth instantaneous now. It's almost like almost like using a real remote, like oh. the actual remote that comes with it. Very fantastic. Also, do you use Plex at all to watch anything in your in your apartment? I am familiar with Plex. Yes. Okay. We um, there's a since the Apple TV has apps, it's built in Plex app. So that's the way I can organize movies. That, aren't quite out yet that i that i want to watch uh, again um 
on, on, on the Apple TV. So I, I recommend it. But Civil War will definitely be something I look forward to adding to my Disney Movies Anywhere collection. Are you familiar with that? That's, <laughs> it's, it's essentially di- Disney has their own digital platform. So um, we're, we're big Disney Disney heads here. But Tuesday, the thing is, I want, I want people to notice, if you pick up the 3D Blu-ray, uh, the 3D slash Blu-ray combo pack at Best Buy in the steel case does not come with a digital code. Ooh man, people people love those steel cases. I think they're gonna be disappointed. They can't get that digital code. Yeah, it is a pretty sick steel case. If it had the digital code, I'd own it. But I'm pretty sick. I'm pretty disappointed. I'm sad. Uh, later this year, I guess we are only technically next month. Doctor Strange, my friend. Doctor Strange, and I'll tell you why it's next month. Yeah, why and not it's two months away. This movie has been moved forward ten days in London, and it's like seven days in russia so i think hopefully they're gonna do some early screenings for dr strange in america much like they did with Ooh, civil war and nice. avengers that'd be nice um so technically i think the release date's like november 4th or 5th but it is october 25th in london at least and that's next month can you believe that we are a month away for dr strange is in front of us in theaters i feel like they're still working on post-production i don't feel like they should be this far along but I'm, this I'm, is I'm also this is stupid. just a very uh, this is a bountiful year 2016 and it's only getting better because I just I just thought about this the other day uh, we we're having Marvel movies uh, DC movies a Harry Potter movie and a Star Wars movie uh, like all in one year and like it's just uh, it's a, it's it's just a bounty yeah the, the this fall slash winter is going to be huge like there's just so much going on like again I forgot about Harry Potter and then Star Wars and I mean, I'm a video game person, right? So video games, falls, winter, holiday season for video games. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a busy slash um, expensive winter. I'm actually <laughs> more excited for it than I was the summer, to be honest. Yeah. So, that's sad. That's sad. Next uh, winter, we get Thor Ragnarok. Uh, mm-hmm. coming, still coming. Jeff Goldblum has been studying up. Uh, he put a, a picture on his Instagram of him reading Thor number 374. That episode, or that issue, has nothing to do with anything, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, I, it features the, uh, the Hela, the, the, I guess the leader of Hell, but um, not the Grandmaster who he is playing. So I, d- I don't know if he's just like pandering to the audience or, or what, I, but... I have a feeling his publicist was just like, hold this comic book, it says Thor, I'm going to take a picture of you. That's probably what happened. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, someone probably was like, "Here, here's some books if you want to do some quote unquote homework, if you will." But I, I don't think this ep- this issue will have any bearing on actually the 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 movie in and of itself. But I've not I've not read it. I've just read a synopsis. It's back that's in all, Marvel's. That's all. Is Marvel's 25th anniversary, and they're like on like 50 or something now. So it's a, it's they're a chug- more book. They're chugging along, man. Marvel's gonna be around forever. It's true. I was I was putting up my legendary cards today, Mike. The legendary card game, and um, the Captain America deck that came out was Captain America's seventy fifth anniversary. Can you believe mm-hmm. he's that old? He's only seventy five. Uh, he's looking good. He's looking good for yeah. seventy five. He's looking about uh, early mid thirties. <laughs> yeah, very very fit, very fit, if you will. Oh man, Avengers: Infinity War. Coming at us. I can't believe that's still coming at us, too. We have a, a not very long before Infinity War hits us. Yeah, and Infinity um, War now is technically the title of the first movie, right? Yes, this one is releasing uh, May of 2018. So one year after Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, it'll be the first thing to kick us off summer of 2018. The, the movie doesn't start filming until, I think, somewhere between November and January for the most mm-hmm. of the cast. However, it looks like the Russo brothers posted a picture... In the Atlanta Pinewood, or like I don't know, some sort of set. I think it's Atlanta where they're filming this. Looks like to be with Josh Brolin in a motion capture outfit. Ooh, and I love how rehearsals. the motion. I love how the motion capture outfit is also like purple to kind of match up with Thanos a little bit. So they're like, ah, we can't really put him in a real costume. Let's at least match the color. Yeah, yeah. For the for the effects guys, if they don't remember who Josh Brolin is, <laughs> the, he's purple. Purple's Thanos. Okay. Yeah. The purple guy that's uh, sitting all the time, and he's sitting in this photo. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say he's sitting there. Uh, I don't. I mean, I'm kind of 
excited they're getting early on this. Like, I mean, they're jumping their own gun by like two months, like getting think, down and dirty and getting with I it. I think it. I think it's going to be so. Um, it's going to be a strange moment when we finally see Thanos like actually move like we've we've seen him do very uh limited motions of like you know grabbing the infinity gauntlet or just kind of like moving around in his chair a little bit so i'm excited to see him like on screen like stand up on his two feet next to a character that we know and just like throw a punch i think it's going to be such a a peculiar moment but i think it's going to resonate really really well like finally seeing like the weight and power of thanos um is going to be uh impressive I agree. He he's been teased for so long. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, by by the time he actually becomes a villain, it will have been six years of teasing Thanos. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit here, a little bit there. He's got to do it himself. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm really I'm really excited to to see where it goes and, and and do this and and finally get to that point where we started back in 2008 and and beyond. Honestly, I, I don't even know what the next Avengers movie is going to be about. Will Will Thanos survive till the next one? Will it be something different? I don't know. I'm I'm kind of excited to see where that where that takes the Marvel universe. Yeah, I I think my favorite thing about the Marvel universe is when we have the opportunity to have unanswered questions, just because it's kind of like a um, it's like a double edged sword. Like we're always excited when they hold a press conference and they drop all the names of these movies that are coming out in the next five years, and we kind of have a general idea of where the story is going to go. But it's really fun when, when we kind of get to a point where we don't know what's happening. Because I think that's where mm-hmm. speculation comes in, and I think that's really fun. Yeah, so, I mean, we're, 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 we don't have a lot of news left here, so let's speculate a minute, if you will. My theory is that if the second Avengers movie, like, Thanos wins at the end of Infinity War. And he is, like, has Earth under, like, rule until the next movie a year later. And those movies in between, like Ant-Man and the Wasp and uh captain marvel set in between uh-huh. there are like movies leading up to like fighting thanos again like ant-man and the Wasp have to go steal something that that can take down thanos oh or, or something. i wow you're blowing my mind i really really like that idea thinking about it so it's kind of like um we get to see so the when you were thinking about that i started to think how do the guardians fit in so i would think that the guardians of the galaxy don't show up until you know part 2 whatever that movie's called and maybe they show up on the planet to see thanos has taken over so maybe the guardians kind of initially are the ones that like rescue like steve rogers or like uh, tony stark from a cell or something like that that would be really cool they're like hey we're gonna spring you guys from the joint you know hey i used to live on this planet this really sucks because it would be kind of interesting because everybody on the planet being ruled by thanos it would just be a totally uh pun intended alien thing to happen there they're not they are not familiar with other parts of the galaxy they don't know that there's really other planets uh they just know that this alien has taken over theirs and they just they're totally helpless so peter quill showing back up on earth would be like oh this sucks an alien took over my planet but i have seen other planets before taken over by aliens i kind of get it so he wouldn't be as shocked so he'd have a little bit more perspective on the matter so and i think that makes sense that we don't kind of just throw the guardians into that first movie i feel like that might just be too much it might be more of even of a a better build-up to put them in that second movie which is technically that second avengers movie is supposed to conclude uh that phase four right uh i believe so i mean not no not conclude phase four but maybe phase three Phase three, yeah. Sorry, I'm yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, there was only two movies in phase three that, or phase four. That's pretty, it's pretty time, weak. Marvel time, time goes by quick. So I, I think that closes out phase three. So that would be kind of a really big, awesome thing where they're basically bringing them together. Their two most popular teams of the Guardians coming together with the Avengers meeting up and then like tackling Thanos and probably his mob of goons because when you get that many people together, they got to be fighting goons. Yeah, some sort of faceless horde of creatures that you know are are fighting Thanos or fighting for <laughs> Thanos, kind of thing. Let's um, <laughs> yeah, well, in in the comic book called Infinity, Thanos had five generals that he mm-hmm. took with him, and um, they yeah, that, act, that might be cooler. Yeah, like there are like again, there's all the faceless little dudes, but like there's like mini bosses you have to take down to get there, and maybe maybe they hold certain things like to defeat Thanos, like certain information or certain items along the way. And I don't know, Captain Marvel, her history with the Kree, maybe going out to to get powered up with the Kree, maybe 
you know, meeting Richard Ryder with the Nova Corps um, and bringing them to Earth to take down Thanos at the same time as the Guardians show up and the, like, everything's going on at once in the fourth movie. And, and not so much the third one, but the third one's where, like, he actually is, wins and kind of takes over for a couple movies. Yeah, I I would... I would love to know what surprises we're in store for because we can kind of speculate on what's going to happen and we kind of know that some heroes could be involved here or there. But I wonder if they're going to spring any new characters on us, like any new uh, superheroes that just have not been planned for. Like I wonder if maybe we're going to see Nova pop up just in mm-hmm. the Infinity War out of nowhere. Like I'm just curious who's going to get that super all-star cameo that is just going to blow the theater away. Like, you know, we haven't really heard an inkling of Adam Warlock. I would say Adam Warlock would be my my guess. Yeah, so maybe he strolls in screen with that uh, uh, nice little uh, 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 spiritual glow around a magical glow. Yeah, He does does deal with with an Infinity Stone embedded in his forehead, so yeah, like that makes sense. I mean that would be an amazing moment to get in that final. I'm just I'm just trying to en- envision this final movie that concludes this uh, these three phases. Like basically, it's like Marvel's like a uh, crescendo. It's like their big symphony that they're finally wrapping up. You know they're gonna have all these like characters together. It's gonna be probably the most expensive thing that like most expensive movie probably ever made. Just because all the money that's being paid to all these actors, all the special effects. It's it's just gonna be bombastic and then. Uh, the the perfect spice to throw in there is just a surprise cameo to just round it off. I think that would be amazing. So, so there's a the, the essentially the god of the Marvel universe is called the One Above All, mm-hmm. and it's essentially is supposed to be Jack Kirby of like the writer. But what if it was Stan Lee? Like <laughs> everything happens and the world's in disarray, but then you find out that Stan Lee is like the one man who can put it all back together. Like he's got some sort of magical abilities. <laughs> I, I mean, hope not. I, th- I think that's gonna. I think that's a little too high level for for uh, the two and a half to maybe three hour movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. Stanley, that'd be, and that's and that, and that's where he cuts off his cameos right there. <laughs> his last one ever. Send him out on a high note. Not Marvel Universe. Forget them. They're gonna make more movies. <laughs> Stanley's what we need. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot for Infinity War Part One and and whatever the sequel will be. Only a year later. Like that's what's blowing my mind. Two Avengers movies year apart back to back kind of deal mm-hmm. like that's that's awesome i'm more excited for that than i was ever any lord of the rings or or harry potter movie so oh yeah i mean it's just been no franchise has ever built this much have yeah. like built up this much yeah and, and has so much to lose as well <laughs> at the same time um speaking of the future phase four other movies in the marvel universe that are going to get a sequel one of them that we pretty much know will is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, the third mm-hmm. in its trilogy, right? If if Thor and Iron Man can get trilogy, well, if Thor can get a trilogy, not Iron Man made a lot of money. If Thor can get a trilogy, Guardians can get a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Right now, the biggest thing is Steven Tyler, lead singer of Aerosmith, is campaigning for a role in Volume Three. Yeah, let's do it. Despite it being I was, announced, I was just talking about Steven Tyler the other day. Um, we were uh, driving back home last night, and I was just like looking for just like some music to jam to that we could sing along to in the car. And I was like, "Oh man, let's go to Aerosmith." So I put up some uh, Aerosmith, uh, uh, just kind of uh, uh, hits, and we were uh, we were jamming in the car. So, oh yeah, I'm on the, I'm on the Steven Tyler uh, train right now. So I'm totally down for that. What is your favorite Aerosmith song, then, Mike? If if these are your go-to in the car kind of band. Oh man, I like so. I think the 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 most entertaining song, maybe the not not most musically crafted like piece of artwork that you know probably all like the uh, Aerosmith heads love. But like, I, dude looks like a lady is just hilarious because everybody knows uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, and that song was like so like perfect for it. And I think. Um, that was like the perfect movie for me at the age when it came out and at the same time my dad would be listening to like classic rock in the basement on his like speakers that he made with like his own two hands so it's just kind of like that perfect cross-section of like oh this is cool music that my dad listens to and like oh there's this funny movie coming out with the with the the genie from aladdin i don't know if he was genie at that point but i knew who robin williams was and he was hilarious and then this song kind of meets in the middle so i that that song's just fun It's true. Well, for the longest time, I had no idea they did the song Dream On because it doesn't sound much like oh, the oh, later yeah. music. 
Totally agree. It's like um, it's kind of like the same thing with like some Beatles songs. You can hear like the end, the both ends of the spectrum with the Beatles, and you're just like, they don't even sound like the same band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, t- to me, I mean, a lot of people like you know, um, what what's the one they they mix up with? Uh, Run DMC. It's oh yeah. Oh, uh, um, we were horrible I, at this game. Well, I can't think. I'm always really awful at song titles. To begin Walk with, this so. way. Walk this yeah. way. There we go. Um, so, so that's that's good. Uh, my favorite is probably actually Ragdoll. Believe it or not, I don't know why. It's just one of, the, <laughs> one of my favorite songs. So, well, that that begs the question: Is Aerosmith technically old enough uh, to for Peter Quill to show up in one of his mixes? I'm looking at their discography right now. Their first song, uh, their first album was in 1973. So, yes, they Ooh, are way back there. That's awesome. So Steven Tyler does indeed make it into Volume 3. we got to get an Aerosmith song on uh, Volume 3 of the mix. But I'm curious how they work in a, a third cassette <laughs> for Peter Quill because that second one was built up to be like a present from his mother that, that you know, he never opened. So I'm curious, like, does he just does he just start finding cassettes in, like, nooks and crannies or maybe he finds one in, like, some sort of, like, a space, like, junkyard or something? I don't his know. His dad leaves him a cassette tape. Oh. Oh yeah, that's too. perfect. That's exactly how it is. He's just like, here, your mother gave this to me, or your mother gave this to me once when we were dating, or something like. Yeah, that's perfect. Yep, that's how it's gonna be. Yep, yep, and and, and it's totally like you know, it. Kurt Russell looks like he listens to Aerosmith, so it totally <laughs> it totally works out. Um, at that point, it kind of makes me think when 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 Steven Tyler's asking for a role in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, he's probably wanting to be an alien, and and that's more of a Men in Black kind of gimmick i feel than than a guardians of the galaxy gimmick oh get like if, a weird rock star it's like oh it's because they're yeah, an alien it has they to look be. weird they act weird oh they're an alien of course like that that's why they love the the spotlight and so on and so forth but um yeah i guess i mean at, l- at least we know i don't want to miss a thing isn't our favorite aerosmith song and we can we can walk away being happy about that today oh i will sing that song out loud all the time if i need to oh oh okay well, <laughs> well we d- you don't need to so we're good we're good okay. let's shift gears into the dc universe and what's a really bit of a peculiar bit of news here for it um booster gold the movie we reported that's being written uh for mm-hmm. the dc movies is not going to exist in the dc extended universe which is the name of the dc cinematic universe okay okay what, I'm, what, why? I, I, like, what's the what's the point of uh, making this whole universe if you're not putting movies in the universe? I mean, I could kind of see it if this animated Spider-Man movie actually ends up happening, which I I still don't think that movie's going to happen. But I feel like it that makes sense because it's kind of a movie made in a different medium. It makes sense to be outside of the universe. But why make Booster Gold if there's not a chance to be in this universe that you're building, it's kind of almost going backwards. I'm not saying, I'm not saying making superhero movies that all exist in a universe is the only way to do it. Like, you know, we used to get superhero movies all the time that didn't exist in a universe. They were just standalone. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like if you're working on this DC property, there's no reason not to. You don't have to make him part of the universe 100%, but, like, maybe he's walking down the street and there's, like, a newspaper stand that shows, like, you know, like the Man of Steel, like, flying through a building or something like that. You know, you don't have to – that doesn't have to be so on the head, but it seems like you're just kind of shooting yourself in the foot, you know, just taking it out of the universe. So the thing about Booster Gold is he exists in the future and is a time traveler. Mm-hmm. Like he comes back in time and and uses, he's kind of like a show like a showboater. Like he uses his knowledge of historical events and technology to do high publicity heroics and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And but like, if you have someone who can fix the time stream and ma- fix all your mistakes you've made, a, a character here that you're gonna that you could be part of this universe and be like, okay, well. Not only did, can the Flash change the things, but we actually have a time traveler who can change things. Why not use him? Like, set him up as, like, a, an ace in the hole later in case you really mess up big. Yeah. Or maybe they're saying this in a way of, like, oh, he's a time traveler. Maybe he goes back in time and changes something so all of his movie franchisers are just kind of in this alternate reality at some point did connect to the current DCU. That might be kind of different. But I feel like... Uh, if he, Booster Gold, he's kind, he's not a top, 
list character for DC, and DC has some of the best top listing characters. I mean, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, those guys are all like A-listers, uh, probably with more name recognition than most of the Marvel characters out there, um, you know, before the movies came out. So it's like Booster Gold, like people are going to have to do some heavy research to even like get comfortable with the idea of booster gold and then on top of that he's not in the universe i mean try to think of making like an ant-man movie that didn't exist in the marvel universe there it never would have been made it wouldn't have made sense so it's just kind of like i i I don't know a booster gold we haven't really had a whole lot of official reports on this movie so i'll i'll put this in the maybe pile of movies that get made yeah well i mean it, it is pretty it's pretty official so i mean i don't know so I, is Gambit, man. So is Gambit. Well, that's that's true. The the thing about the Booster Gold is um, the the movie is that you know it's really got it's got Greg Berlanti behind it, and I I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't know how I feel about him sometimes. Um, and and we're gonna get into some of his stuff later. Like he his CW universe stuff is all over the place, and mm-hmm. I think he's just he's doing the shotgun effect like. If I put out enough things, you know, something's going to be good eventually. I believe they call that spraying and praying. Yeah, and so far, he got the flash right. Congratulations. (laughs) But everything else is not looking so hot. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Booster Gold, if you you have a character and you're going to make him into a movie, might as well bring him on in. Like, you don't have to leave him out. I don't know. This doesn't make sense to me. But I am picky. What can I say? How about a little time to, to pat ourselves on the back, Mike? Yeah. Last week, we predicted Joe Manganiello will be Deathstroke in uh, in the DC Extended Universe. And guess what? He is. Jeff Johns confirmed it. And that he will be in the Batman solo film. Yeah. not that's I called that one, too, which I felt proud mm-hmm. of, of saying there's a, still a really good chance he could be in the Batman movie. You were kind of leading more Justice League, which made sense just because Justice League was coming up sooner. And, but, and, yeah. and the set was the Justice League set. So, yeah, he can technically be in both. But Jeff Johns did confirm him as someone in the Batman film. And Joe Manganiello, definitely, I think he's going to nail this, knock this one right out of the park. What do you think? I think, yeah, I think it's great. And I think this is a great bit of news that we, this is kind of like a way we get to learn a little bit more about the Batman movie. I mean, Ben Affleck was the one to share that, you know, costume test or whatever it was for his movie. So that means he he is, he's thinking about his movie. Like, he's not just thinking about it. He's turning cameras on and putting costumes on people. So it seems like he is definitely ready to make probably maybe his ego in his head is just like, I'm going to make the best DC movie out there. It's not going to be very hard, um, but oh. I think ba- I think Batman can do it. So um, I think also there was uh, some reports earlier this week where someone uh, had a chance to sit down with uh, the new uh, Warner Brothers execs, and they kind of had a, an, uh, an intimate conversation about uh, the, mo- the movies going forward. And it seems like they're putting a lot of uh, effort into this Justice League movie to kind of right the ship. So it seems like Justice League is going to be the first uh, ship-riding maneuver with these new executives. I'm guessing Wonder Woman wasn't really much of a, a point of contention, so maybe that movie was just going to be good regardless of these executives got, that got mixed up. So uh, hopefully uh, Justice League writes the ship, and then this Batman movie comes in and just knocks it out of the park, and then we're right back on track with these awesome uh, DC movies, and we just, just get something amazing from The Flash afterwards, something amazing from Aquaman. That's what I'm hoping for. I've been watching, uh, I've been like watching Young Justice, and they've been incorporating these uh, big heroes into with the young team really, really well. And it's getting me it, watching DC animated stuff will get you hyped for the possibility of what could be in a movie. So if you're ever getting, if you're ever getting a little sad about what you're seeing live action, just just go pick up some of their cartoon stuff because the cartoon stuff is amazing. Is it is it on um, Netflix or Hulu or where, where yes. are you watching Young Justice? The, the only two seasons of Young Justice that exist are on Netflix, and they do this really awesome thing between season one and two where they mix up the teams a little bit. No spoilers, but there's a there's some cool creative ways that they they move the universe along, and they're playing with some pretty big themes. And it's awesome watching a cartoon show where an arc is carried through each episode. You know, it's not just like oh, you can pick up any episode and just dive in and it's not connected to anything so they're doing some real storytelling there so i just wish maybe they could have sold more toys back in the day to get a third season 
Yeah. Um. Again, two seasons about all they get, Mike. That, and that's your rule. That's, <laughs> that's what you yeah. call it. I mean, we can look to. I look to Earth's Minus Heroes as that, but a lot of other shows. Like I know I own two seasons of a lot of things, but never the third. Yeah. So, so um, speaking of third seasons, The Flash season three is coming out soon. However, we're going to talk about the movie. I know I got your hopes up a little bit there. <laughs> Billy Crudup, who played uh, Doctor Manhattan in Watchmen, is uh, mm-hmm. in talks or confirmed as Henry Allen. I don't know which one this is yet. It's, it's gone both ways, but we'll probably will see Doctor Manhattan be Barry Allen's dad in Ooh. in the Flash movie. That'll that'll be cool. Um, a lot of people have a, a bug. Uh, under their skin or up their butt or wherever you want to put the bug in your body about uh, Watchmen. Uh, it seems to be a very contentious movie, but uh, I know I liked it. I, I I think you're okay with the movie as far as I remember. Yeah, I mean, I I I, I don't hate it, but it's a little it's a little it doesn't sit right with you somehow. I uh-huh. you can't I can't pinpoint what it is, but the whole on the whole it doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, but it it does make sense, you know. It's a Zack Snyder film. Pretty sure Zack Snyder uh, uh, goes and grabs a lunch or coffee uh, with uh, people that have been in his movie. So he's probably like, "Hey, you wanna, uh, Billy? You wanna be in my movie?" He's like, uh, "Yeah, yes, please." Well, <laughs> well there was a um, uh, an article I read where actually Billy asked uh, Ezra Miller to get him in the Flash somehow last <laughs> year. So I think I think he asked until until he got it. I, I I don't know the actor from any other anything else I've watched other than Watchmen, sadly. Um, but I mean I don't I don't have any I don't have any problems with him. He looks a lot like John Wesley Shipp does on the Flash TV show. Uh huh. And I'm I'm totally I'm totally okay with that. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for Flash. For a Flash movie, for the Flash TV show. The Flash is just great on screen. It's just a great superpower with lots of lots of possible story ideas, which I think is why he's one of the most successful uh, heroes uh, over at DC. That's right, and that's why Quicksilver is the best part of the X-Men movies. <laughs> something about going fast, man, it makes it look cool. Makes it, Gotta makes go it fast. Watching. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Also, we're going to come back to Greg Berlanti. We talked about this earlier. Um, Black Lightning, his show we mentioned last week uh, mm-hmm. that he's working on. The series is actually going to Fox instead of the CW. We are not getting that fifth CW show like we, we thought we would. <laughs> Man, there. I feel like over the summer we have talked about all of these TV shows going all of these different places. I'm, I'm going to need to like put up a, a cork board on my wall with some like red, red string and just point to like, okay, this is where Fox is putting their shows. This is where Marvel Studios is putting their shows. This is where DC is putting their shows. I, I, it just, it, I can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, well, thankfully on the uh, Superhero Slate upcoming TV and uh, movies page, you can find out where what channels they're on. And maybe, I, I don't know if I put the time on there yet, but we're, we're, we'll find a way to make it easier for you, Mike. Just for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So, um, even though he's called he's called Black Lightning because he can generate force fields and project electrical bolts, uh, and he's of course black. So, uh, but it's coming to Fox, not with the CW like the other Berlanti shows are. I mean, Supergirl went to uh, CBS for a season before it came back to CW. You think it'll be on Fox for a season before it comes to the CW? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just like there's nothing wrong with a black superhero. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with lightning powers, but. I was just talking last week, like, if you're going to fill up that fifth and final slot of Monday through Friday, maybe pick a hero that just has more uh, um, notoriety than Black Lightning. Um, I had I had never heard of him before until we talked about him last week. I'm, I'm not saying I'm the meter uh, out there of knowing uh, who's popular in the DC world, but, um, you know, there's, there's so many other people out there that have a little bit more name recognition than Black Lightning does. So, I mean, if he's got a good story to go along with him, you know, go ahead and make it. But, yeah, like you said... Uh, uh, we'll have to see if this season fails. Maybe I'll go back to the CW, actually. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's really hard to tell. And however, I did not notice that's the third comic book show on Fox right now. Can you guess well, the other ha- two? Uh, I mean, they got Gotham. Yep. Uh, what's the other one on Fox? Lucifer, believe it or oh, not. Oh, yeah, that's right. I and heard, that, I heard uh, okay things about that, at least the I, pilot. I enjoyed the first couple episodes. Uh, just not enough time to watch it, really. Um, and the second season's starting up pretty soon with Trisha Helfer of Battlestar Galactica fame coming as Lucifer's mother to the show. So, <laughs> all right, <laughs> uh, you know, we'll take it. We'll take it. Devil, devil needs a mom. Yeah, well, that's right. He's he's got maybe he's got mommy issues. I don't know. We don't know how the devil works in that that show. 
So we're going to switch a little gears to talk about one of, I think, our favorite movies last year, uh, Jurassic World. I, w- I, would, I wouldn't necessarily say favorite. I would say entertaining. Like top three entertaining movies of last year. Yeah, okay. Not not the best movie ever, but it, it, yeah. we had a good time. Yeah. It, it didn't steam our broccoli. Our butts are not hurt. We, <laughs> Jurassic World came and happened. Colin Trevorrow is moving on to Star Wars after, you know, doing that kind of stuff. I, it's it's awesome. Um, however, a little bit of news today come out that Jurassic World is confirmed as the beginning of a trilogy. I don't know if I'm surprised or not, really. I mean, that that makes sense. I'm more curious how they expand dinosaurs in this human world. Um, you know, we had a chance to kind of see it with uh, The Lost World, the second movie. That's the only other time I would say dinosaurs have interacted on the planet outside of a park. So I feel like that's going to be kind of the logical next step with the next movie. Just because you got these dinosaurs, but they're not like, there's no superheroes involved with this movie. There's not a whole lot of science fiction involved beyond just making the dinosaurs in general. So it's just like, okay, you got humans, you got dinosaurs, you got a real world setting. How do you make a movie around it without getting like too outlandish and ridiculous? You know, it's almost like the dinosaurs are the outlandish part, but everything else in the movie kind of needs to be grounded and make sense. You know, it's just like uh, that that weird uh, hybrid dinosaur uh, mm-hmm. that's the that's the outlandish thing it's not so outlandish to imagine uh, that they're driving around in vehicles trying to capture it you know that a helicopter could crash into a dome and release uh, uh, these uh, pterodactyls and stuff like that so it's just like wh- where do you go next we heard reports that there were ideas of like doing some sort of weird cross splicing with humans and dinosaurs I think that's a little too science fictiony that's a little too weird just trying to imagine like Chris Pratt like running down a hallway from like a half human half dinosaur it just seems seems really weird it just seems more like a well, futuristic alien invasion thankfully that was the fourth jurassic park movie idea that they scrapped like late in the production so thankfully i don't think they're gonna go that direction anymore yeah it's just like there's only so many ways you can you can make a movie of dinosaurs on an island in a park with humans involved you know without it just being mm-hmm. like um just like a retread every time so i'm just like where do you where do you go for you think two gonna, more movies you think they're gonna militarize the dinosaurs like they were talking about in the first one I mean, maybe, but then I'm just trying to imagine like a, 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 a war scene, like somewhere like in the middle of the desert, like in Saudi Arabia or Afghanistan of like velociraptors with like flak jackets, like running across the dunes. It's just, it's just hard to imagine. So I don't know. We'll just have to see. Yeah. I don't know where they're going to be there. Maybe, maybe another park when that <laughs> fails. Like, I don't know. I feel Jurassic World and to me, The Force Awakens like got lucky that they played off the original movie so well without mm-hmm. being the original movie. So I don't know how they're going to take the next one. Um, they're going to have to innovate. Does this uh, next Jurassic World movie come out next year? I don't know. I, I don't. It's not filming. Um, so I, I I think we're probably 2018. I think I think we're 2018 um, for that one. Jurassic World two, tw- June 22nd, 2018. Yep. yep, yep. Gotcha. So I I have no idea how they'll do the third i don't know how they'll do the second one let alone a third one but um hopefully they learn their lessons and, and only make better ones for us you know you know what I, know what i want to see i love chris pratt everybody loves chris pratt from uh parks and rec to guardians of the galaxy you know to all the other amazing things that he is in or scheduled to be in possibly indiana jones who knows uh but i think it would be ballsy for a, a franchise out there to kill him off I think that would be unique to see because I feel like we're just never going to see that in any of the movies he's ever in. So it'd be kind of cool to see him like eat by a dinosaur because it'd be totally unexpected. You know, you'd think he's safe. He's this huge actor, a huge pole to see him die on screen. That would be shocking. So and because you, you think he's safe, but, you know, that would be cool. It's kind of like when Samuel L. Jackson uh, dies in a deep blue sea, that ridiculous shark movie. Um so that that moment was so shocking just because you think he wasn't going to die. So that's that's what I'm hoping for. Chris Pratt, sorry, buddy. I love you, but I'm hoping <laughs> you die in one of these next movies. Yeah, that would uh, yeah, that'd be different, that's for sure. Maybe maybe he'll go out like Wayne Knight style, like in the first Jurassic Park with a Dilophosaurus spitting in his eyes. Oh, no, I think it's it's got to be badass. Uh, okay, fine, fine, we'll make it badass. <laughs> um, oh, well. And then some stranger news. This is the last bit we have here for the Darkwing Duck. Okay, mm-hmm. you familiar with the show? Oh yeah. Okay, not in the same universe as Ducktales. Found that out today. They, they one of the creators confirmed that. 
<laughs> okay. Well, I I think I'm okay with uh um the universe issues being separate in uh the Darkwing Duck franchise. It doesn't make me butt hurt. How many universes out there are there, Mike? Where people are ducks? <laughs> we have Howard the Duck. We have Ducktales. We have now Darkwing Duck. I I just hope they all been in the same thing. I wouldn't have cared. Like honestly, I never thought about it. I never stopped. Like oh, they're the same thing. But like now now he's officially put that divider in there. I'm like. Well, how many universes are there where they're ducks? Can we do Jurassic World with ducks, Mike? <laughs> do we think Darkwing Duck is supposed to be coming back or something? Is this why all of a sudden uh, someone's speaking up about Darkwing Duck? D- DuckTales is coming back. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think the question was about DuckTales and asking... Oh, uh, they wanted to know if, uh, if Darkwing Duck was going to show up in DuckTales. I yeah, yeah. So I think I think that's the way that came about. And I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not thrilled about DuckTales either. Like, I like it, but I don't I don't love it. But anytime, like, so you're familiar with Snapchat filters where they put things on your face. Mm-hmm. Recently, they put duck, actual duck bills and, and made people mm. into ducks. And the people in the other office were taking pictures and they put one on Facebook. So I put the DuckTales theme song below. Because that's all I can, that's, yeah, exactly. That, I think that's <laughs> even an intro to one of our shows. Somewhere <laughs> in the history of these Superhero Slate podcasts. Probably. They're like, you're too young to know that. And I'm like, no, I, I remember watching DuckTales. Yeah, we're the perfect age to know that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, DuckTales, you know, Darkwing Duck. I liked the Darkwing Duck Sega Genesis game, if I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, man, that the Sega Genesis, that the Sega Genesis um, uh, Super Nintendo age was just that, like, the only time in the existence of video games where, um, like, the, the TV show cross-promotion games were actually, like, fun and entertaining. You know, it's like they actually found a way to, like, hey, let's actually make this a fun game. Like, nowadays, that stuff, like, it, it just doesn't work out. Uh, but, uh, they, yeah, I definitely remember playing, like, uh, cartoon video game crossovers back in the day. And I think I vaguely remember Darkwing Duck on Genesis because I did have a Genesis. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember, I remember renting it at least, and uh, it's just you know side scroller Batman powered kind of duck thing. So I don't know, that's pretty awesome. You all right over there? You fumbling on your microphone, Mike? You you okay? You want to talk about it? No, I th- I think I'm good. Uh, these uh, uh sometimes I gotta adjust this microphone so everyone can hear me uh, crystal clear. So hopefully I'm not uh scratching things up too much on your end. No, not not horribly. I mean, it also makes me think. I, I I found my old microphone, the initial microphone we recorded with. It was the same one you have right now, the blue uh-huh. snowball. Missing one of us rubber feet, Mike. Uh, oh I don't know man. First world problems yet again. You're gonna and have to buy a four hundred dollar three D printer so you can replicate the ball. <laughs> the the little rubber ball that goes on the bottom of it. Yeah. I, that or you know I don't know how I'm gonna ever plug that into my my iPhone ever again. <laughs> well, you know what? It doesn't matter because we successfully made it to the end of the podcast. Yes, another week down the drain, and we're just uh, we're ramping up into this fall season. We're in this a little bit of a lull. We're waiting for the TV shows to pick back up, so we'll have tons to talk about when that gets going. We got some movies mm-hmm. coming out soon. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward. Yes, I'm looking forward. Always looking forward, never looking back. Yeah, September is always an awkward month, but thankfully um, we will have you know. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Luke Cage and a bunch of DVD home releases for us to rewatch and and revisit awesome things. So I'm excited for that. Um, If people want to know what you're doing with your September and free time, Mike, where can they find that information out at? Well, they can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to read uh, some of my web comics, you can go to pickledcomics.com. Chris, uh, everybody wants to know when you're going to pick up that steel book because you got to have it, even though it doesn't come with that digital download. Oh, code. man. If, if people want to watch you elegantly slip that onto your bookshelf, where can they find that? You, know, you can find it on Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N. I'll probably, do, I'll probably, once it's on there, I'll probably do a picture of the whole shelf of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I have one steel book that I know of on there and one Blu-ray case that's not blue. So um, uh-huh. it, it's going to be awesome. It's, it's really cool. So, yeah, we'll let you know on there. And then I've uh, be, been writing for Comic UI again more lately, trying to get some more of that done. So you can find me at comicui.com and, and all that other fun stuff. But in the meantime, if people are updating to iOS 10 this week on all their, all their devices and they can't... They don't know where the the podcast app is, Mike. Where else can they find the Superhero Slate in case they can't find it there? 
Well, as always, please visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to find everywhere that we host the show and also uh, our awesome show notes. So uh, if you want to go pick up that Spotify playlist of Luke Cage to get yourself amped for the end of the month, that is a really good place to go find that. Uh, But you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr. Subscribe to us and get us right in your email inbox. And you can like us on Facebook and you can follow us on Twitter. If you're a fan of the show, uh, please consider leaving us a review wherever you listen to the show. That's really helpful. That's going to help mm-hmm. us find some new fresh ears where people can put their new wireless earbuds in and listen to us. Uh, or maybe their lightning cable. Whatever. Whatever. It, it all works for us. And if you're a, a super fan of the show, just share the show with a friend. Share the show with a buddy. Spread the love of Superhero Slate. And we here, we here every week. <laughs> wow. They got real weird right there, Tian. Yeah, I gotta get that. I gotta get that out there. <laughs> wow. Uh, so fun fact about all the things Mike mentioned: the first per- the first people to know if we have a new episode or not is actually the email subscribers. So if you didn't uh-huh. think email was cool, you want to be on the cutting edge. Subscribe to us via email. I'm subscribed. That's how I know when an episode comes out, and I post it. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, just kind of throwing that out there. That's a fun fact I, I, I never really thought about until this week. So That boom. is a fun fact, Chris. Yeah, and now we're going to end on that fun fact because if we don't, Mike's going to get weird again, and we, we really <laughs> don't want that. How We don't want that. <laughs> All the the show. right. Goodbye, oh, everybody. Y'all come back now, you <laughs> hear? <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe much pressure to be funny on the show mike i can't i can't handle it i'm gonna have a breakdown